Jesus' blood never fails us. Today, I want to talk about being an ambassador. If you'll turn in your Bibles to 2 Corinthians 5, 16 through 21, we'll get there in just a second, but I want to make sure that we define some terms so that we're all on the same page. What is an ambassador? I think that's an important thing to acknowledge, and maybe we need to start with what an ambassador is not. What it is not. When I was 24 years old, I had the privilege of living in England for a year. I was there as a a youth minister. It was kind of zero to 30-year-olds, and then the pastor took 31 to death. And so um, that was kind of how they did it in that church. And so I came um, green from Texas, and I went to Worcester, England. And there in Worcester, England, um, my accent looked different. I... um, I'm kind of quirky. And so they just thought, well, that's a Texan for you. And so I was probably not a good ambassador of Texas because um, I self-appointed myself as an ambassador to tell people what Texans liked um, because it's what I liked. I um, appointed myself to, to explain a lot of things about how we do things. And I realized about halfway there that I was wasting my energy and time on something that was while Texas is great, wasn't eternal. And I really needed to be an ambassador over things that were eternal. I needed to be telling people about something that mattered and that would actually change their life and allow them to live um, a life of eternity with God. And so I learned a couple of things. One, an ambassador is not self-appointed. You can't appoint yourself, I'm now become an ambassador of Texas. Texas did not approve that, right? It's not something elected. We don't pull um, our favorite people in front and say, who do you want to be the ambassador? An ambassador is chosen. It's chosen by the authority to go and to represent. To go and to represent that authority in a foreign land. People, when we accept Christ... As our Lord and Savior, we are saying He is the authority. And He has sent us as ambassadors to where you live to represent Him. That's not a choice we make. When you accept Christ, you become an ambassador. So it's pretty important for us to know what is the role of an ambassador. And so I think the best way to learn that is to look at scripture and see what does scripture say when it calls us an ambassador. So let's look in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 16 through 21. Follow along as I read. From now on then, we do not know anyone From a worldly perspective, even if we have known Christ from a worldly perspective, yet now we no longer know him in this way. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away and see the new has come. Everything is from God who has reconciled us to himself through Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ, 
God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them. And he has committed this message of reconciliation to us. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ. Since God is making his appeal through us, we plead on Christ's Christ's behalf. Be reconciled to God. He made the one who did not know sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. There is so much in this passage. I want us to take just this morning and try to learn what God is trying to tell us in this passage. And I want us to begin with, we are ambassadors. And so there's a question. If you, if you have your notes in front of you, that's great. They're all just four questions. I'm going to answer them pretty quickly. Um, the first question is, who are you representing? In verse 20, it says, we are ambassadors for Christ. We represent Christ. That means in how we live, in what we say, in what we do, everything that is, is going on in our world is an expression that Christ is inside living and Lord of our lives. That's a pretty heavy responsibility, isn't it? Does it mean that we are ambassadors of perfection? No, we're ambassadors of reconciliation, right? So don't get wrapped up in, oh my word, it's too much for me to do. We are just showing the world what God has done in us because of what Christ has done. And so we are representing Christ, that he died for us. We can't come to God except through Christ. It's who we represent. I love the the language of the Bible. You know, there's great word pictures in the Bible, great metaphors and and figurative language that describes who we are. A lot of times um, when Jesus is preaching, he'll say the kingdom of God is like. Because it's such a hard concept. He's trying to give us these these word pictures to help us understand what the kingdom of God is like, right? And he calls us in in the New Testament, Jesus calls us that we're the light of the world, right? That he's the light of the world and that we're the light of the world. If you want to get under my skin, when people start talking about let your light shine, it drives me crazy. Because what that is supposed to be saying is the light that we're supposed to be shining is Christ in us. It's not my gifts. It's not my talents. It's not my personality. Frankly, it wouldn't shine that big, right? It's it's Christ in me that's shining through. That's why if you just go over the passage right before us in 2 Corinthians 4, verse 6, it says, For God said, let light shine out of darkness has shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of God's glory in the face of Jesus Christ. That we are shining Christ's light in the darkness. Not my light. Matthew 5, 16 says, do good things, be a light so that the world will see what you do and give God glory. It's not about us. It really is that we're representing Christ. 
So how are you doing representing him? You know, 50 years ago to be an ambassador in a foreign country, they would not get a lot of reports from home. They'd have to say a lot of things based on their knowledge of what the country is, what they're wanting to represent, who they are. In the Roman time, when, when this was written, they didn't have a lot of great communication that you could get instantly like we have, right? And so it was important for an ambassador to know, to know deeply what the authority wanted to convey to those in a foreign land. We have got to spend time in God's word and with God's people so that we are conveying the right message. What is the message? What is the message that you are presenting to the world as an ambassador of Christ? What is the message that we're supposed to be giving to the world? Well, it says it right here in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. What is our message? It's reconciliation. Um, verse, verse 20 says, We are ambassadors for Christ. Since God is making his appeal through us, we plead on Christ's behalf. Be reconciled to God. Our message is that we need to be reconciled to God. We saw an incredible video this morning from the children, didn't we? That gave the message of faith succinctly, clearly, as children can do. Our message is, is that we're broken. We've sinned, we've fallen short. We have a broken relationship with God and our message to the world is be reconciled. God has given us a way to be restored with him. And before we get too worked up on what do I have to do, what do I have to do, what do I have to do, isn't it exciting to know we just have to know that he did it. He did it. Verse 21, he made the one who did not know sin to be sin for us. So that in him, we might become the righteousness of God. This message of reconciliation is so beautiful because it's not up to how good I am. It's up to how great our God is. And he sent his son to die, to pay the penalty and the price of our sin so that we could have Restored relationship and all that it requires is for us to accept the plan that God has placed. So how will the world know? How will they know how to be reconciled to God? What is this great plan that Christ came almost 2,000 and so many years ago? He left it with his people with the disciples, with the new converts, and said, this is your message. Where you live, what you do, and all that you do and say and how you respond, are you living a life that is showing you've been reconciled to God? 
I'll be honest. I think we want to shine our light more than we want to shine a light on Christ. I think we want to take what the world says is worth pursuing more than what God says is worth pursuing. I wonder if we've lost our message. Be reconciled. Be restored. And I wonder if we have taken what the world says is important and we've become an ambassador of that. There's a new type of ambassador I hadn't heard of. I don't know if you had. It's product ambassador. Anyone ever heard of this term before? It's the hip thing, guys. Um, Product ambassador. What people do is, is that people are actually paid to go on social media and say, I love this product. It's amazing. Rodan and Fields, women, if you like that makeup, that's called product ambassador. They take that and they go, it's wonderful. It's great. It's changed my whole life, right? So then all these women buy it. Okay? We do that when we say that things are so important and paramount that this is the most important thing, are we saying that about Christ? He is the most important thing. He is above every product. He's above every every convenience. He's he's above every every thing that we enjoy. He's above everything that we do with our hands. He's above everything. He's above our job. He's above our future. He's above all. Are we an ambassador of him? Or are we peddling other things that don't matter? Church, I want us to get back to basics. I want to get back to basics. I want to be a person that is embodied in being an ambassador of Christ. That when people see my life, crazy as it is, they see God's love and grace shining through. They say me as a mess, but God cleaning it up. What is our message? So where's our assignment? It's the third question. Pretty simple. We know that we represent Christ. We know our message is simple. It's reconciliation. We saw it succinctly placed with the children right behind me um, as they gave this message of what Christ is. That's why we celebrate Easter. That's who, who who we represent and who we esteem more than anything else. But where is our assignment? Well, verse 19 gives us that. In Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself. Not counting their trespasses against them, he has committed the message of reconciliation to us, to the world. We have an assignment to tell the world of Christ. So church, how are we doing that? How are we telling the world 
about Christ. There's been all sorts of things that have happened in the last year. How we handled it was Christ elevated and raised above all else. There's a lot of things that have been going on just in the last week. Are we elevating Christ? Are we telling the world that God wants to be reconciled? I think it's hard. I think we get distracted. I've been really distracted this week. Has that ever happened to you? You just start a plan and then something happens and before you know it, two days have passed. It's easy to do, right? I really resonate with verse 16 when it says that we no longer look at anyone from a worldly perspective. That we should look at other people and at, and at life from a kingdom perspective. Not what must I do to get my kid into the right college with the right scholarship. But what must I do to get my kid to a place where he can be an ambassador for Christ wherever he goes or she goes. Not what must I do to get a job that I can feel secure and stable in. But where must I go so that I can be a message to those around me that don't know Christ, that can hear it? Am I working so hard to surround myself with people that are saved so I don't have to tell the message? Or am I moving myself to places where they're dying without Christ? And I'm saying something. I'm an ambassador. I have a message. How are we as a church encouraging one another in our groups, in our Sunday school classes, to continue the story, to tell the story, to remind ourselves of how good God is? Because let's be honest, we get distracted and sometimes we determine that life is so hard that we begin questioning the goodness of God. And we need people to remind us, oh no, God is good all the time. Because we're weak. And we need to be strengthened. That's the importance of the body of Christ. So here we are, we're ambassadors. Here we know our message of reconciliation. Here we've determined what our assignment is in the world. And now we have the the gift that God has given us in the church to empower us to do what God has called us to do. And so I want to make sure that you're aware as a church how we're encouraging each other to live out this message. You know, I've noticed that God, for me, when He speaks to me, it's not just one time. You know, as I'm reading Scripture and I get this epiphany of, oh, wow, wow. That's deep. God must be speaking to me in that. 
It's usually because I'm reading scripture in my quiet time, then I'm having a conversation with a, with a friend, a godly friend, and they mention kind of the same thing. And I'm like, huh, that's interesting. That was in my quiet time. And then maybe I go to church and in Sunday school, someone mentions it again. And maybe I see some other things that are going on in the church. And I was like, wow, that's the same message. God, I'm listening. I'm hearing you. You're speaking loudly, <laughs> Right? So isn't it interesting that today, in many of our adult Sunday school classes, we talked about the Good Samaritan and being a good neighbor. Isn't it interesting that today our children gave a video about the gospel message of Easter and that they were learning what the message of Easter is, that Christ came to save us. Ministry of Reconciliation. Isn't it interesting that our teenagers have started a, a series last Wednesday on evangelism and sharing their faith and how to do that? Isn't it interesting that we just, we just agreed as a church to put a great emphasis on the Hispanic community and that we want to be an ambassador to that community to say we come beside you and we want to make Christ known to all people in Nacogdoches. Isn't it interesting that our college ministry, their plans got ruined for spring break. And so they decided instead of going off to spring break for a mission trip, they're going to stay here in Nacogdoches and do a mission trip here. And they're going to be ambassadors to the community to say, we want to help in Jesus's name. We're bringing a message of reconciliation. Isn't it interesting that we have in our new member class that just happened last week that we encourage everyone to share their testimony of what God is doing? Do you know why we do that? Checking to make sure that they're believers? Sure, that could be some of it. You know why else? We want to hear the story. We want to hear the story of how God reconciled them, how God changed their life. Why is that important? Because every story is unique. And someone that may encounter our church who has a difficult life story may be encouraged by one of those testimonies we hear in the new members class. So we'll go, oh, I have someone I want you to meet because I want you to hear their story. Because where you're going through difficulty right now, they'll encourage you that God loves you and wants to be reconciled to you. Do you realize that's what we should be doing in our Sunday school classes? Sure, teaching God's word is very important, but it really is about the relationships that you have in Sunday school, that you know these people sitting around the room and you know where they stand with the Lord and you know their story so that you can encourage them in their faith, but also get people in their living room to hear their story because you know that that story is going to hit their heart in a way that you can't. Church, being ambassadors, we're doing it together as a body. You're not just one ambassador. We're, we're a plethora of ambassadors. And we need to be encouraging one another in that vein. So I want to challenge you, if you're not in a Sunday school class, get in one. There's a purpose and a reason for that. 
Get to know each other in your class. If you look around your class and you don't know the stories of those that are sitting to the left and right, then ask them. Come to Sunday school early. That's not hard. Look at them and say, hey, tell me your story. I need encouragement this week. We need to be involved in teams. You know what a team is? It's a ministry. God has called us to go out into the world. And so there's all sorts of ways that we can minister to our community and to the world. And this church has a lot of ways that you can do it. If you're not involved in a Sunday school class and you're not involved in a team, then you're missing out on being an ambassador to the world. We have an opportunity to reach the world. The church is wanting to help you accomplish your calling and your goal. We are ambassadors. And the final thing that I think the church does is it reminds us of something very, very important. We're not perfect. The church is full of a lot of people. And we have a perfect message of a God who is perfect and took our place and died on the cross so that we could have relationship with God. What a great message of hope that is. But the messengers, we're not perfect. We're becoming more and more like Christ, and I'm so thankful for that. But the church is there to help and encourage each of us to stay on mission. To put our emphasis on Christ and Christ alone. To tell the world that God wants to be reconciled with his people, with those he's created, with you, with me. And his message is far-reaching. So today, there's several different ways you can look at this sermon. Perhaps you realize that you're not an ambassador of Christ because you've never really taken that step to say, Jesus, you're going to be the authority in my life. You're going to be Lord. You're going to be Savior. I'm a mess. I come to you realizing that you have taken my sin and died on the cross for my sin. So maybe that's where you are today. I just want to encourage you to come forward uh, during our time of invitation. Talk with one of the ministers that's up front. We'd love to help you begin your story with Christ. Maybe you've been a Christian for a long time. And maybe you look at churches as things of what can I get out of it? Instead of how am I being an ambassador to the world? Maybe you just need to say, Lord, I need to be involved in a Sunday school class or a team. Or Lord, I, I need to be more focused on kingdom things and not worldly things. When people look at me, they need to see a new creation. I stuck out like a sore thumb when I was in England. It's tall, had a weird accent, I was loud. I'd open my mouth, people would be quiet, and they would turn to look at me. 
I kind of missed it when I came back home. No one looked at me. But I was always aware that people were watching and that people were wanting to know what's the deal with him. People are watching you and wanting to know what's the deal with you. And here's the thing. We don't have that much to say about ourselves, but we can let God's light shine in and through us. And we can tell people and be ambassadors that God desires to be reconciled. So perhaps today you just need to make the commitment to say, I am an ambassador. God, you chose me to be that role. Help me to be the best ambassador I can to represent you well. Will you pray with me? Father God, we just come before you today and we acknowledge that you are an incredible God. You love and care for us so deeply. You've made a plan for us from the very beginning. Thank you, Father, for that reminder that you gave from the mouth of children. Father, help us to see the world the way that you see it. Help us to see people in, in a way that we can love them with the love that comes from you. May we be bold. May we share the good news of reconciliation. May we not be distracted by worldly things. And Father, in all and through all things, may we give you praise. In your sins, and we pray. Amen. Will you stand with me?